The greatest message that we as Christians can share with the world is what God has done through Jesus Christ in the gospel. The Christian witness to this great gospel should be evident in what we say and how we live our lives. As Will Metzger puts it in his book, Tell the Truth, the airplane of Christian witness is two wings, our lips and our lives. Welcome to the Theology For You podcast, where we believe that a right understanding of God's word is for your good and true worship of God. If you're just joining us, I'm Joey, and I'd love to encourage you to share this with a friend. If we've helped you to grow in your faith and understanding of God in this episode or any other episode, maybe send your friend a text or DM on Instagram all about this podcast. It would mean the world to us if you would share this with the other believers in your life, those who want to grow in their faith and understanding of God and his word. This episode is part of a series on evangelism using Will Metzger's book, Tell the Truth as Our Guide. If you don't have this book, I'd highly encourage you to pick up a copy of your own to deepen your understanding of evangelism and your ability to communicate the gospel truthfully and lovingly. You can find a link to buy this book as well as any other books or resources we mention at the link in the description of this episode. In our last video, we covered the importance of the content of the gospel and why it's necessary that we share the content of the gospel with others. And we saw from scripture that our good works are not enough for others to know about Jesus, and that we must proclaim the good news of Jesus clearly and truthfully. In this episode, we're talking about the other wing of our Christian witness, which is our lives. Our lives have a role to play in the way we witness to God's great gospel in the world. And as we already covered in the last video, we need much more than just our lives. We need to share the gospel with our lips. But again, our lives do have a witness. And the New Testament term witness comes from the background of being in the court of law. You've probably heard that term being used in a court setting. You can picture a witness called to the stand in court to testify to the truth of a case before the judge and jury. For us as Christian witnesses, we are to testify to the world the truth about Christ. Our testimony is seen both through what we say and how we live, because what we believe affects how we live. Our lives are a direct reflection of what we truly believe. As Jesus states, the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. We're to faithfully proclaim the gospel with our lips, but not only that, we're to faithfully proclaim the gospel with our lives, knowing that God is the one who's going to work in people's hearts and bring them to faith. Again, as Will Metzger puts it, the airplane of Christian witness has two wings, our lips and our lives. Will Metzger explains this combination of proclaiming the gospel both in word and deed by defining witnessing both narrowly and broadly. Narrowly defined, Witnessing is confined to our rehearsal of a few gospel facts in the hearing of a non-believer. It's communicating truth in scripture with our lips to someone who is not a Christian. We see this in Romans 10. Will Metzger goes on to broadly define witnessing as whatever we do as Christians before the watching world. It's our lives. How do we live our lives? Our lives are a reflection of what we believe. We show the world the truth of Jesus in the way that we live. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, that's an act. It's a tangible thing that people can see. Our witness contains both the gospel facts and our lives. 
And so many times, one of these is emphasized more than the other. And sadly, there are times where both of these elements can be completely lost. We touched on in the last vid video, people need to hear the truths of the gospel in order to believe. God did not act and sit in silence and have other people attempt to decipher the meaning. No, God acted and he gave us his word so that we can know his motives. The pivotal points of God's redemptive action in history are accompanied by his word. It's accompanied with verbal revelation. God wants us to understand the meaning of his actions. Sometimes it is true that God acts and doesn't give us a reason for his acting, and there we are to trust him. But the same should be true of us. On the whole, God reveals his actions to us. We can clearly see God's intention for mankind through scripture, and we should want others to understand the meaning of our actions. Our actions are a reflection of what we truly believe. So if we say one thing and do another, the watching world will question the validity of what we say. I mean, can you picture this? Have you ever seen someone say something, but then they lived completely differently? It's contradictory. If we live a life that is honoring to God and for the good of our neighbors, others may be curious why we live the way we do. Not only do we need to honor God by the words that we say when we share the gospel, but our lives should show our belief in the gospel. We're to be the living embodiment of the truth and share that truth with others. As Paul said in Romans 12:1, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Paul says this after 11 chapters of expounding on the great grace of God and what he has done for Christians. Because of what God has done through Christ and who the believer is in Christ, the Christian is now able and compelled to live a life that is pleasing and honoring to God. The way that you worship and honor God is to live a life that is holy and acceptable to him. Jesus was the perfect example of this. He was much more than just an example because he did what we could not do. And we need him to live out the life that is truly pleasing to God. Jesus's primary focus was to teach through the scriptures. Luke 4.16, as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and he stood up to read. Mark 10.1, as was his custom, he taught them. But not only did Jesus teach the scriptures, he also lived out the scriptures. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. Jesus testified to the world that he is the son of God, not only by what he said, but also by what he did. If we walk in perpetual disobedience, we give unbelievers a false impression of Christ in the gospel, that it is cheap and impure. The Lord says, be holy, for I am holy. As ambassadors of Christ, we joyfully live in a manner consistent with Christ's character. If we live and act in obedience to Christ, unbelievers will see a picture of Jesus. Christ saved us in order for us to honor him with good works. And these works serve as a powerful testimony of Christ to a lost, sinful, and dying world. But here's where we need to make the difference between our testimony, the way that we live our lives and what God has done in us, and the gospel, the message of Jesus. There's a significant difference between sharing our testimony 
and sharing the gospel. And that's what the focus of our next episode is all about. If you want to go deeper in your understanding of God and His Word, I want to encourage you to check out our resources at theologyforyou.com. That's theology, F-O-R-Y-O-U.com. I want to thank you if you have rated or reviewed this podcast on Apple iTunes. That's a way to help get this podcast in front of other people who want to grow in their faith and deepen their relationship with God. So thank you for helping other people grow in their faith by rating or reviewing this podcast. Looking forward to you joining us in our next episode where we talk about the difference between the gospel and our testimony. Together, let's make God's name famous.